Wow. May you live in interesting times. <sighs> it was quite a day yesterday. Uh, it's, it's Thursday, January 7th, 2021. Thursday, January 7th, 2021. PVTV. Political Views TV podcast. Lots to say today. <laughs> oh, man. I was busy yesterday. I was busy doing my my job as an active voter. I am an active voter. I am not a passive voter. I don't just show up and vote. I walk into my congressman's office. They know me by name. I walk into my assembly person's office. They know me by name. I walk into uh, I, I, the, the city here. Um, uh, my my representative. I walk into his office. They hate me, but they know me by name. I am an extremely active voter. This is why I was visited by the FBI because I make my voice heard. And if you are not. If they do not know your name, you are not an active voter. Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends, uh, you know, to Google it, Political Views TV podcast. I'll show up right there at the top of the list. And please, if you can, bring somebody along with you tomorrow. I know it's difficult. People don't like listening to podcasts, but... I'm here for you if you want to listen to one. Boy, what a busy day yesterday. I didn't even know it was happening. I was out and about. Uh, my car's in the shop, so I was walking from the... It was an hour and a half walk from the, uh, uh, from the um, station where I dropped my car off. So I wasn't watching the news. I had no idea this was going on. It's crazy. So let, let's do the countdown with me, but I'm going to alter it a little. 13 more days until Trump leaves office or less, which is what I'm hoping for. Do we really have to discuss what happened yesterday? The president incited his followers to attack the Capitol. A woman Trump supporter was shot and killed. Four people died in all. Uh, for other reasons, I, 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 I'm not exactly clear. They haven't been clear on that. Whose fault is it? It is Donald Trump's fault. That's why this all happened. Mitch McConnell used the word insurrection on the Senate floor after they got back to the Senate. He used that word, insurrection. He wasn't the only one who used the word uh, insurrection or sedition or coup. And most placed the blame squarely on Donald Trump where it belongs. The 25th Amendment was thrown around so much last night and this morning. I have no doubt we've educated most of America on the 25th Amendment. And yet I've been screaming for its invocation for many months. It should have been invoked months ago. 
This man is dangerous to democracy. We all know what happened yesterday, but I don't want to talk about it. I just want to ask you a question. What is patriotism? When you watch your Sunday football and you scream your team's name, is that like patriotism except for a team? Uh, When you cheer the other team's quarterback for being taken out on a stretcher, is that patriotism for your team? When your soldier kills another country's soldier and he takes that hill and you cheered, was that patriotism? When your child is being forced to say the Pledge of Allegiance in school each morning, is that patriotism? How about the addition of under God in the pledge? The Pledge of Allegiance didn't used to have under God. It was added in 1954. Was that patriotic? How about singing the national anthem? Is that patriotism? Is wearing a flag pin patriotism? Is hanging a flag off your front porch patriotism? Donald Trump called those invaders, those insurrectionists, he called them patriots. Ivanka Trump called them patriots, but pulled down her tweet after Trump's Twitter got locked for it. Do patriots owe their allegiance to a president or to country? How about to a party? Standing for the national anthem, is that patriotism? Or is it about... uh, Or is it kneeling to protest? Is kneeling to protest during the national anthem, is that patriotism? Is it flag-waving? Flag-waving or patriotism? How about burning the U.S. flag in protest? Is that patriotism? Out of everything I've listed, maybe protesting by burning the flag or kneeling during the national anthem, that is the most patriotic thing you can do. When I talked about maybe having to defend our country from a president gone mad who may not cede power, the FBI came to my door like I was the problem. When I said, from time to time, the tree of liberty needs to be fed with the blood of patriots and tyrants, the FBI came to my door. My door. FBI, you came to my door. I told you this would happen. This exact thing. And you basically laughed it off. You did not listen because you thought I was the problem. I warned you about it. I talked to the Capitol Police after they called the FBI on me to come visit me. The poli- First they called the local police and then, they, and then the FBI followed up. The person who answered the phone in the chief's office at the Capitol Police said they were prepared. 
they were not. They promised me there would be no problems. They were wrong. But I'm digressing. What is a patriot? What is patriotism? A patriot isn't one who protects his president. A patriot doesn't protect his government. A patriot doesn't carry a flag or wear a flag pin. A patriot doesn't put his hand to his heart for the national anthem. A patriot does what's right no matter what their government tells them. A patriot stands and says a black is a full person and and not three-fifths of a person. Even when the government tells them otherwise. A patriot refused orders from his superior to kill villagers while at war, even if it means he loses his career. A patriot stands up to the president when he knows he's wrong. All these senators and congressmen on the Republican side are not patriots. They did not stand up to the president when they knew he was wrong. In three weeks, if Joe Biden does the wrong thing, I will be a patriot. A patriot doesn't owe his allegiance to a president, to party, to country. A patriot owes his allegiance to the future and making the world a better place for everyone. I have in my hand an intake form for my congressional representative. That office, where they know my name, they already have this request. I sent it to them when I got home. An hour after I got home, I was on my computer typing this up. This is what it says. The president, let me gather myself. A little bit of coffee, maybe. This is very upsetting. The President of the United States, Donald Trump, has incited his followers to attack government buildings by claiming falsehoods, fabrications, and lies. After they stormed the Capitol, he refused to respond to the attempted insurrection. He then released a short video repeating the lies and inciting more violence. It has become very apparent that President Trump has been trying to push a coup of our great nation to form a dictatorship. People say it cannot happen. To that I say it cannot happen until it happens. Members of Congress, while being locked down, called the president, called on President Trump to call the National Guard. 
the president sat and watched what we all watched on TV and did nothing. His advisors told him what was happening in the Capitol. He did nothing. Members of the president's own party called and begged him to do something. He did nothing. It has become very apparent that this president cannot or will not lead. That is not sane. Worse, suppose he is sane and knows he lost the election, but doesn't care and wants to dissolve our government so this country will be his for the raping. Because of the danger to the people, the country, and our democratic republic, I am demanding that Vice President Michael Pence invoke the 25th Amendment and remove Donald Trump from power for the next two weeks. Included in this insurrection are numerous Republican congressmen and senators who aided and abetted. I ask that the Secret Service and FBI investigate and assess their involvement in this attempted insurrection. And finally, to the Capitol Police and the FBI, who I told this would happen and are reading this, maybe listen next time. I'm really tired of always being right, but still being ignored. The Capitol Police told me they were prepared and this would not happen. The Capitol Police Chief should step down immediately. That's my intake form to my congressman. The 25th Amendment states that the vice president can become acting president if he and a majority of the cabinet declare the president no longer to hold uh, hold office. However, if the president contests that declaration, it takes two-thirds of the House and Senate to override and remove him. Of course, if senators and congressmen on the Republican side of the party decide that they are going to continue to support this president, then they should be removed too by impeachment. Now that I have your attention, let's, let's maybe try and fix the world. Former U.S. Capitol Police Chief Terrence Garner, Gaynor, sorry, uh, told CNBC he expects uh, someone to be held accountable for his law, uh, for the law enforcement agencies uh, failed to secure the premises around the Capitol, allowing armed rioters to breach the building yesterday to disrupt certification of the presidential election. He said, if I was up there, I deserve to be fired for letting this happen. I was so embarrassed and ashamed to see what was going on the House and Senate floor. Uh, But Gaynor changed his thoughts after CNBC's Shepard Smith asked him if the current chief should be fired. He acknowledged, I don't have all the information of what they may have had, what intel they had, or what they wanted to do and leadership wouldn't let them. I think that's a question to be asked. Um, 
you'd have to be a complete goddamn moron to not know what was coming. Are you kidding me? That is no excuse. Not knowing what was coming, what intelligence? All you gotta do is watch the news to have enough intelligence to know what was coming. Immediately, when those people were going into the building, they should have been shot. Immediately. The current police chief is Stephen Sund. He joined the USCP in 2017 and took over as the agency's 10th head in 2019 after serving more than uh, two decades with the uh, Metropolitan Police Department in D.C. You know, I was watching senators speak about the lockdown. I, I hate Lindsey Graham. I can't stand Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham should be tarred and feathered. But when he said Trump got him to agree with Rand Paul, I laughed my ass off. That was very funny. That was absolutely fucking funny. He actually spoke well about everything. In his speech, he said, quote, I think it's a uniquely bad idea to delay the election. Trump and I, we had a hell of a journey. I hate it being this way. I hate it being this way. All I can say is count me out. Enough is enough. I've tried to be helpful, but when this Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled four to three, that they didn't violate the Constitution of Wisconsin, I agree with the three, but I accept the four. If Al Gore could accept five, four, that he's not president, I can accept Wisconsin four, three. Pennsylvania, it went to the Second Circuit. So much for all judges being in Trump's pocket. They said, no, you're wrong. I accept the Pennsylvania Second Circuit that Trump's lawsuit wasn't right. Georgia, they said the Secretary of State took the law into his own hands. He changed the election laws unlawfully. A federal judge said, no, I accept the federal judge, even though I don't agree with it. Fraud. They They said there's 66,000 people in Georgia under 18 who voted. How many people believe that? I asked, give me 10. And I had one. They said 8,000 felons in prison in Arizona voted. Give me 10. I got one. Does that say there's, he stopped at that point. I don't buy this. Enough is enough. We've got to end it. Uh, Graham continued, Vice President Pence, what they are asking you to do, and this is what I talked about yesterday, what they are asking you to do, you won't do because you can't. You talk about interesting times. I associate myself with Rand Paul. How many times will you hear that? The mob has done something nobody else could do to get me and Rand Paul to agree. Rand is right. If you're a conservative, this is the most offensive concept in the world that a single person could disenfranchise 155 million people. Voters he's talking about. Graham uh, concluded by saying that Joe Biden 
and Kamala Harris are lawfully elected and will be the president and vice president of the United States on January 20th. And that earned applause from his colleagues. So uh, I hate you, Lindsey Graham. I hate you. I can't stand you. You're a complete douche. Closeted, allegedly. But come on. He's right. He was right. And he he laid it out very well that everything is BS. And and this was this was all a stage. This is all acting. They all know that Biden and Harris will be president and vice president. They all know. Moving on. But then on the House floor, Representative Harris, a Republican from Pennsylvania, uh, remember they they were going to chat. They challenged Pennsylvania too, and other members interrupted Representative Connor Lamb, uh, also from Pennsylvania, but he was a Democrat, to ask for his words to be taken down. Apparently, they didn't like something he said, uh, causing an argument and nearly a fist fight uh, because of the constant inter- interruptions. I, I I mean, I was watching it, and and, and Nancy Pelosi was like. The gentleman will cease. The gentleman, and then to the other one. The gentleman will continue. It gets confusing about gentleman and gentleman and gentleman and gentleman. Going back and forth between the gentlemen. It was finally resolved by the speaker, uh, Pelosi. Uh, uh, she removed the gentleman. Uh, uh, referring to Representative Harris. He was remo- removed from the, from the, uh, the floor. So hours after the uh, mob stormed the U.S. Capitol building in a dangerous attempt to overthrow the democratic process, an effort incited by President Donald Trump and uh, abetted, as I said, by other GOP lawmakers, uh, Congress early this morning officially certified President-elect Joe Biden's decisive 306 to 232 electoral college victory. It finally happened. <clears throat> the certification came after both the House and Senate resumed, resumed work following the uh, eventual clearing of the Capitol, which happened pretty quickly last night. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, they, they vandalized it. Uh, they, uh, there was one guy that was in um, Pelosi's office. He left a note for her. We will not back down or something like that. Uh, he's going to get visited by the FBI for sure. Um, and he will be arrested. Uh, they have his fingerprints all over the place. I'm sure he already has a record. Um, uh, the Trump supporters were, uh, acting on the president's incessant lies that the election was rigged and stolen from him. Lies he continued to peddle even as the uh, backers rampaged through the halls of Congress forcing lawmakers and journalists to uh, seek shelter. Uh, Once the certification process resumed, Republican lawmakers in both chambers went right back to baselessly casting doubt on the legitimacy of Biden's win, objections that were ultimately not sustained. Uh, For these objections to work, uh, there has to be an objection in the House, and then the Senate has to concur uh, but it seems that the Senate was more likely not to concur. So it ended up being probably a shorter night than it would have been 
had nothing happened. Vice President Mike Pence announced just after 3.40 this morning, just before 4 a.m., President-elect Joe Biden had won the presidency after Congress completed counting the Electoral College votes, which is just a perfunctory, you know, last step before the Biden inauguration. I mean, this really didn't mean anything except it's just tradition, I guess. But it's it's written in the Constitution that he has to do this. Uh, President Trump issued a statement early today after Congress affirmed President-elect Joe Biden's victory, and it was announced by uh, Vice President Pence. By the way, in the in the chamber, they kept on referring to Vice President uh, Pence as uh, President, and I know as Mr. President. And I know you thought, oh, did they did they remove Trump? No. He is president of the Senate during this. He is called president of the Senate, so he's referred to as Mr. President. So don't get confused about that. Uh, Trump said that while he totally disagrees, totally, totally disagrees with the outcome of the election and the facts bear, bear me out. This is what he said. Totally disagrees with the outcome of the election and the facts bear me out. Nevertheless, there will be an orderly transition on January 20th. And hopefully there will be a transition before that and make Vice President Pence the president, the acting president. Uh, Trump also vowed to keep fighting to make America great again. The statement was tweeted by the White House senior official Dan Scanvio since Trump has been restricted from Twitter after his supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday. Uh, There were a number of uh, uh, resignations among the White House staff on Wednesday, including... Deputy National Secretary Matt Podinger and First Lady Melania Trump's Chief of Staff Stephanie Grisham, who was also a um, press secretary, but she never she never once had a presser. She was a, a short-lived press secretary before she moved uh, uh, over to uh, Melania Trump's Chief of Staff. Uh, Republicans, including Vice President Mike Pence and some of President Trump's own cabinet members, has been whispering about whether to move forward with formal proceedings to invoke the 25th Amendment and remove him from office. Uh, This is just 13 days before his term ends. Uh, These conversations are in early stages and as of this writing, have not been formally presented to Pence. There are unconfirmed reports that some cabinet members are also considering resignation. At this time, resignations have come from Stephanie Grissom, uh, Sarah Matthews, which is the White House uh, Deputy Press Secretary, Nick Mulvaney, Special Envoy to North Ireland, Rick, uh, Ricky Nisetta, uh, White House Social Secretary, Matt Podinger, Deputy National Security Advisor. Uh, so far, there will be more today, I'm sure. <clears throat> because Pence has been presiding over the joint session of Congress to affirm the outcome of the presidential election, he has not had much recent contact with the other 15 members of the cabinet, although he did speak with Joint Chiefs Chairman Mark Miley about activating the National Guard troops to staff the protests uh, in Washington, D.C. It was Pence, not Trump, who activated the National Guard. The National Guard, it's federal property. The National Guard has to be, uh, uh, is supposed to be activated by the president, but I don't know why Pence did it. Uh, the president is supposed to do it. Uh, maybe they said they couldn't reach 
Trump, so they asked Vice President to do it. Maybe that's what happened. Anyway, National Security Advisor Ambassador Robert O'Brien spent the early part of the day in Miami with routine visit to Southcom, but made clear in a series of subsequent statements that he was in contact with both Senate leaders and the Vice President. Uh, he praised Pence for exhibiting courage in the face of today's violence, and he was proud to serve with him. After world leaders from dictatorships and democracy issued scathing statements about what they were witnessing in the seat of power of the world's most powerful democracy, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo issued three tweets regarding the violence, but did not mention the president by name or what incited the acts. Uh, make no mistake, this is an embarrassment that our country will never live down. All countries of the world, especially banana republics and dictatorships, are pointing to us and laughing because of this president. And they should, because he's an embarrassment. Uh, Bush, who, who happens to be the only living former Republican president, said he was appalled by the actions of some political leaders since the election and called the mayhem at the U.S. Capitol a sickening and heartbreaking, uh, heartbreaking sight. In his uh, sight, in his statement, he said, <clears throat> Laura and I are watching the scenes of mayhem unfolding in the seat of our nation's government in disbelief and dismay. It is sickening and heartbreaking sight. This is how election results are disputed in banana republics, not our democratic republic. I am appalled by the reckless behavior of some political leaders since the election and by the lack of respect shown today for our institutions, our traditions, and our law enforcement. The violent assault on the Capitol and disruption of a constitutionally mandated meeting of Congress was undertaken by people whose passions have been inflamed by falsehoods and false hopes. He, of course, was directing that at the president. Then he said the I word. Insurrection could do grave damage to our nation and reputation, which it has, as I just pointed out. In the United States of America, it is a fundamental responsibility of every patriotic citizen to support the rule of law. To those who are disappointed in the results of the election, our country is more important than the politics of the moment. Let the officials elected by the people fulfill their duties and represent our voices in peace and safety. I can't stand Bush. He was a pawn of Cheney. Cheney was the, the true president. And uh, uh, Cheney should have been thrown in jail long ago. But I can't stand Bush. But at least... I think in his last couple of years of his second term, he started realizing how much of a pawn he was. Uh, Clinton was much more direct, saying, quote, Today we faced an unprecedented, I'm so tired of that word, unprecedented assault on our capital. Oops. <clears throat> our Constitution and our country. The assault was fueled by more than four years of poison politics spreading deliberate misinformation, sowing distrust, 
in our uh, system and pitting Americans against one another. The match was lit by Donald Trump and his most ardent enablers, including many in Congress, to overturn the results of an election he lost. The election was free, the count was fair, the result is final. We must complete the peaceful transfer of power our Constitution mandates. I have always believed that America is made up of good, decent people. I still do. If that's who we really are, we must reject today's violence, turn the page, and move forward together, honoring our Constitution, remaining committed to government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Obama said something. Carter said something. I'm not going to belabor the point. I do love Obama. I do love Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter should have been a two-term president. <clears throat> the, uh, the head of the National Association of Manufacturers, a group which represents 14,000 companies in the United States, yesterday called on Vice President Mike Pence to seriously consider invoking the 25th Amendment of the Constitution to remove Trump from office. This is a group, a far-right group, a corporate fascist group that wants the president removed. At this point, you have to agree, right? Until this week's uh, Georgia runoff elections, many plans for the Democratic Party were on hold. But with the wins of Ossoff and Warnock, things are now very different. In case you didn't realize it, uh, with everything that was going on yesterday, the count continued in Georgia. Ossoff went beyond the half a percentage point that would ask for a recount. Warnoff was already beyond that. So, did I say, um, oh man, <sighs> Warnock, I said Warnoff, Warnock. Uh, yeah, so, so it's, it's official. The Senate is now a Democratic Senate. And guess what? This is kind of funny though. Kamala Harris ran for vice president and gave up her Senate seat. And now half her time is going to be in the Senate. (laughs) Oh, geez. That's so funny. Um, Anyway, now is the time. Now is the time. I mean, I've always been an active voter, but now is the time to put pressure on your Democratic representatives. Don't let these next two years go by without a, cha- uh, without a change. And I say two years because in two years, we could very well lose the Senate. There are more uh, Democratic Senate seats up than Republican seats in two years. Okay? So you have to consider this. Biden's plans for tax increases were running into solid opposition from the Republican-controlled Senate. But now Democrats will um, hold the White House, the Senate, 
and the House at the same time for the first time in a decade. And by the way, they only held it for 10 months. 10 years ago, they only held it for 10 months before, uh, was it Kennedy that died? Is that who died? What was the reason? Was it Kennedy? Yeah, Kennedy died and suddenly the House changed hands. Uh, and something else happened. What was it? Uh, I mean, the Senate changed hands. Anyway, we're hoping the Democrats are, 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 are poised to, to use that power. Uh, and you have to keep on them. This is when you start asking for pro- progressive values. Be an active voter. During his presidential campaign, Biden proposed raising taxes on corporations, estates, and high-income households. Uh, Reversing key parts of the 2017 tax cuts passed by Republicans and reprising policies that the Obama administration couldn't get through Congress. Democrats had spent the time between November's election and this week's runoffs looking at bipartisan compromising and uh, compromises and examining what the administration could do unilaterally. They don't have to compromise anymore. I mean, a little bit for some stuff. Democratic control of the Senate gives President-elect Joe Biden a much stronger chance of raising taxes on corporations and high-income households. Trickle down never never works. Giving corporations tax money uh, uh, or, or tax returns uh, uh, money never works. They don't hire. So what you do is you tax them. Tax them greatly. Like, you know, World War II, there was a 90% tax bracket. 90% of the money you made, you profited, went to taxes. This is for World War II. You know who gave the biggest tax break in history? John F. Kennedy gave the biggest tax break in history. A Democrat. So you tax these corporations all to hell. And you say, okay, do you want a tax break? Hire some people. And then suddenly, that's when trickle-down starts beginning to work. Because you tax the hell out of them, and the only way they can get out of the taxes is to hire people. So, uh, moving on. Oh, weekly claims totaled uh, 787,000. This is for uh, the jobless claims. Uh, For the week ending January 2nd, uh, the Labor Department reported uh, uh, that uh, this morning. Uh, that was less than the uh, Dow Jones estimate of 815,000 and a slight decrease from uh, the revised total from last week of 790,000. Remember, they always end up being revised up for some reason. Uh, the uh, report also showed a drop of 126,000 in continuing claims, uh, taking uh, the total down to 5.07 million. Uh, those receiving benefits from all programs also fell, declining by 420,000 to 19.2 million. Uh, Dow Jones and the market in general shot up on the news that Joe Biden will be the next president. Stability and $2,000 checks will make the market jump.
I'm expecting, uh, I already got the $600 check. I'm expecting another $1,400 in a couple of weeks, I'm sure. Um, Twitter locked Trump's account and warned him of permanent suspension after he was told he must remove two tweets. One of the tweets was his videotape. <clears throat> was his video um, of him saying uh, uh, saying that everybody should go home, but at the same time inciting them into violence by saying that the election is being stolen. Uh, anyway, once removed, the accounts will be locked for another 12 hours. As of this morning, in place of the tweets, there are still the statements, this tweet is no longer available because it violated the Twitter rules. I am unsure if they have or haven't been removed by him or his people. You got me. Anyway, that's it. Oh, man, what a day. I, I left off a lot of news because there was so much going on uh, in the Capitol yesterday. So much going on. Uh, but thanks for listening. I, you know what? I, I so appreciate you. I so appreciate you. Um, it's Thursday, January 7th, 2021, Thursday, January 7th, 2021, PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I really appreciate you. If you can bring, bring someone along with you, tell your friends about me, tell them this guy got visited by the FBI and it was the wrong guy to visit. (laughs) Anyway. Please remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.